This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We the last On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Great to be here with you. Ben and Woods, 97.3. The fan. Hang on. I dropped my pen. I can't. Got to have it in my hand for some reason. A crutch, if you will. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Also here. Good morning, Benjamin. Diva over there. I got to have his pen in his hand. Got to have it. Can't do the show otherwise. I've got a don't do this story that is along those same lines later today. Okay. Guy couldn't. Couldn't do, his pen. couldn't play without his, uh, well, the way he think likes things just perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I know guys like that. I just I like it in my hand. I need a I need the crutch. I do this a lot too. You guys will probably hear it. Fantastic on the air. It's good. We all have our little our little ticks, our little peccadillos. You ben. chew those pen caps to death. Well, not so. That's why I have this pen because I don't. No, no cap. Look at that. No cap. No nothing. There's nothing here I can chew. Uh, it's good to be here with you guys. I got to tell you, <laughs> I feel fantastic. <laughs> I legitimately don't know if I've slept this good since college. I feel more well-rested, Ben, than I have since I, any day I've ever met you. I was shocked because I pulled into the parking lot. I get out of my car, and I hear a, hey! Uh, you know, going like, that sounded like Woods. He's never down here when I arrive. He's always already up in the studio, settled in, probably was here for 
an hour because he got up way earlier than I did. And I'm going, what did you forget? Like, you're coming back down to your car for something. He goes, something. you're not going home, are you? I go, no, I'm not going home. I was yeah, coming like to you say had, hello. You had your backpack on. I'm going, is he leaving? He's leaving. <laughs> Can't be doing this. There's today. no way he just got here. He's leaving now. He's leaving me to do the show with Polly. Yeah, what, no... What's going on? Something at home? Is, is there a problem? And I'm worried already. And he goes, no, I just got here. It was amazing. I was dead asleep. Uh, I was dead to the world. And I, babe, babe. Like, what, what? Are you going to work? It's 4.45. I'm like, 4.45? I'm like, I've never gotten up that late for this show in my life. So I, I jumped up, jumped in the shower, got here, you know, 5.30 or whatever. Um, but it was great. I feel fantastic, man. I looked at my sleep score. Slept for seven hours last night. Like, fairly that'll, that'll right. That'll do. That will do. Did you do anything unusual yesterday that would made you extra tired like it's really a good, good workout or any anything so like that it was car- I, I what when i left here you know that i was like i gotta go paulie uh, you split to go get your car worked on i looked at paulie i go let's cut this thing i gotta get out of here dude i could barely my eyes were crossing i had three hours of sleep the night before got in the car and i'm driving home and i'm like i'm going to bed i'm gonna get in bed and then i remember oh dude you got to pick up taylor early from school at one so it's 10 30 so I'm driving, and I'm like, all right, man, just do it. Today was Yesterday was cardio day. It's 45 minutes on the treadmill, you know, good, solid run and walk. I go, all right, I'm going to go. And I did. So I went to, and did it. When I was done with the, the cardio, to go, you got to go get the, like the, the paper towel and the spray, and you do the eyewash clean off. So I, <laughs> I was clean off. So I did. So Just I did that. When I went to grab the thing, I was like woozy. That's how tired I was. So I got home, chilled for twenty minutes, and then had to go get Taylor, put him down, chilled for another twenty minutes, went to therapy, came home, had dinner, put the kids down. Everyone was getting along. It was like the most beautiful. Everyone was in a good mood. The kids were great. Put them down. They went right down. Got in bed, watched a TV show or something. Watched Curb. I think I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then I just shut the I shut the phone off instead of falling asleep with it on, because I usually fall asleep with it on. I think I think that could I think that really helped. Just turned it off and closed my eyes. And went to bed. Next thing you know, my wife is shaking me awake. I got to tell you though, I, I really have not felt this good. This is great. In yeah. a long, I mean, long power time. Power through. No nap, but just power through the day, and, and then got, you're really got, tired at I, the end of the night. Got my workout in. You know, I don't really nap anymore. I just, I, I can't sleep, so I just, I just relax a little bit, try to shut the brain off. But man, I do. I feel fantastic. How are you guys doing? Everybody I had a really, good? I'm good. I went to bed early. I had a good night. I was off because I worked all last week for the holiday at Channel 10 covering. So they said, take a couple of days off this week instead. Good so, for you. Yeah, I was home last night. Uh, Shelly used the last of the turkey to make turkey pot pie, which was fantastic. I saw them on Instagram. They yeah. looked incredible. Well, she was proud of them. That was like Instagram. Well, they had like a puff pastry top yeah. instead of oh. a pie crust. It was delicious. It looked incredible. And then uh, we popped on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which I hadn't seen in a couple of years. I don't know why. I always forget that Julia Louis-Dreyfus... Like a young Julia Louis Dreyfus is the neighbor, yeah, well, the neighbor lady in the in the movie. It's like every time I, I turn it on, it's like surprising. Wait, I forgot she was in this movie. Where are you going to put a tree that big? <laughs> you bend over, and I'll show you. I wasn't talking to you. You can't talk to me that way. I wasn't talking to you. I love it. It's a fantastic movie. It's after you I, shower, it might, of course. It might be. It's the greatest. Chevy Chase's best movie. Yeah, Fletch is up there. 
Yeah, but I, his reaction, I just studied him carefully he's, while watching it last night. He's my sarcastic hero, man. Nobody better than 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 Clark Griswold. His fits, and, his just losing it in that movie. So, so good. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's incredible. The movie, the whole movie is great, and and it's it's an instant classic. We watch it over and over. And I never really tire of it, and you know it's it's more of a brings back good Christmas memories because I watched it with my family growing up. We loved it. My mom can't get enough. It was on every day. My brother would watch it every single day in the Christmas season. So uh, I just I love it too. Uh, Margot, yeah, that was her name. I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. You serious? Bro? You serious, Clark? (laughs) (laughs) It's so subtle and so stupid. Now, Randy Quaid has lost the time a little bit lately. It's fine. It happens. But he was beyond, beyond genius. Brilliant. When he walks up to that, when they're down and he's drinking that eggnog out of the moose uh, yeah. Cups, the tight white, the tight sweater, white the sweater, sweater with the dicky underneath it, and he walks up to that wooden thing and he goes and knocks it all over. He tries to spin it, but it doesn't spin. He just knocks it over. I pee my pants every time I see it. It's the greatest. I, love, I, I mean, the whole every every movie, every scene in that movie is good. And he, like Randy Quaid and them, they're walking through the store. He's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a tough Christmas. Or, you know, times are tough. We have no money for the kids." And he's putting five hundred dollars worth of dog food into the cart. What is the brand of the dog food oh. he puts on the cart? I wasn't paying close enough attention. Karina, Old Roy, Old Roy. You know your, you know that movie Dude, well. So, you serious, Clark? <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Oh, man. Yeah, we good. need to. Uh, my kids will watch it, too. They'll love it. So, uh, no, it's good. That's a nice, uh, fun evening uh, for you guys, Benjamin. Um, today is National Stay at Home because you're well day. So if you're listening right now, just call your boss. Let him know. I'm staying home today because I'm well. It's like a, good, but it's, I'm staying home. It's like a self-care day. And I told this story on the... Uh, Mental health day. I told this story on the... Uh, stream the other night, but for, I've been with my wife now 10 years in February, which is crazy. Every birthday and Christmas from her mom, she would give me a massage from a lady named Frankie. And I, in typical me fashion, were just, oh, thank you so much, and, and just put it in a drawer. We've moved a few times. Things have been lost in the shuffle. So finally, I, I run into this this tr- pile of, of gift certificates to go get a massage. And uh, very generous gifts, 90-minute massages. So then I finally, I, I go in, I call the place, and I'm like, I'd like to book an appointment with Frankie, finally. And they said, Frankie doesn't work here anymore. No, 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 I'm sorry. They booked it and said, okay, great, we'll see you at 2 o'clock. So I go in, and I got my gift certificate, and they're like, okay, I'll take you back. And I said, oh, great, here's my, my certificate. And they go, ooh. I said, what? what's the problem? Frankie uh, does not work here any longer. And I said, oh, uh, so I can't use this. Uh, no, this is a massage bought directly from her, but she's no longer here. I said, so my mother-in-law wasted, I don't know, like again, like 10 gift certificates. I mean, for, couple thousand bucks, I guess, you know, over the years. 
I finally fra- tracked down Frankie through my mother-in-law. She goes, oh, I, I still know her. She's got a new place. Texted with Frankie. I'm going to go get a massage today on the house, free of charge, 90 minutes. So I'm looking forward to getting the hell out of here because at 11 o'clock, your boy will be stripping it down, laying it out, and taking care of himself. That's fantastic. It's a self-care Thursday. You're staying at home because you're well. I'm staying at home because I'm well. You also... You also told that whole story yesterday about the massages. And nope, the, and I the... told it on the member stream. Slip. Oh, you yeah, did? Which I, which I said before I told it again here. Ah, I see. Okay. He doesn't listen. <laughs> I do listen. So... I heard the whole story he twice. Got, I saw him get excited and start texting. I was texting wondering, like, why are you telling you? the story the second time that everyone's heard it before? But I, when I told it again, I said I said this on the member stream. The very ah, he just, he yeah, just, I missed that. The glaze is just over his face. It's fine. You got, I was like, why is he smiling? And then I saw him texting. I, go, he thinks I couldn't he... understand it. It felt like you were pulling a me, like no. telling the same story over again. Because no. I no. do that for sure. I have you no doubt about that. It. You just, just pulled, pulled me again. You. Yes. Yep. It's unbelievable. Uh, so I'm going to do that today. I'm very excited to do, uh, meet Frankie and and uh, get a rub down. Well, you know, today is actually tomorrow. National Personal Space Day. So I don't know that it's a great day to Ugh, get a massage. Because you can't have a massage while also respecting a lot of personal space. <laughs> You're not great on personal space, by the way. Uh, no, I'm not. No. No. You violate it. I do. Occasionally. Yeah. I like to be up in your business. Yeah, you like to get up kind of close. Yeah. Grab my shoulders Touch yesterday over bit. here. I did. Yeah. I, I went behind him and rubbed his shoulders. Never. I don't know why. Just uh, It's always uncomfortable no, for me. It feels good. Not to the point where I'm going to talk to HR or anything, right. but you're definitely not the best when it comes to personal space. Wouldn't that be weird if Ben ratted me out? <laughs> like in the movie Disclosure, and like I get called in, like you've been touching Ben a lot. I'm like, it's like brotherly love. Like I'm rubbing his, I'm giving him a massage. Granted, unwanted massage, unasked for, uh, unsolicited massage, but a massage just the same. I'm not rubbing my leg up your leg over no, there. No, no, I don't. I don't feel like you have bad intentions it's ever. Amazing. But you know, that's that's not something you're great at. I had a uh, bit of a sixth sense thing happening this morning when I was uh, getting ready to leave. I was standing in my closet and trying to find a shirt to wear today. Now, a couple a month or two ago, Woodsy, you told me about a new shirt brand that you found. The greatest. I don't even want to like say who it is. I don't want anybody else to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want their prices to go up. Like It's fantastic. I'm, I'm telling you guys. I went to Chicago. I saw this store. I looked inside this store and I went, well, this looks pretty cool. Walked in, started grabbing. This is one of them. Started grabbing the shirts, and I went, oh, oh, God. And I started buying them, and then I got home and bought them, and I go, oh, dude, they don't pill. They are, they're perfect. They're and I, so soft. They're so soft. They, took, they're reasonably priced. They last in – you wash them. They're not – they don't Look, shrink. They're, they're still soft. They're Feel great. Feel it. Feel the shirt. I love them. So you told me about them. That's nice. I, I checked out your shirt. I'm like, yeah, that's good. I need that. Oh. So I bought, um, it was like a nine pack, you know, nine different colors. No bacon neck? No, nothing. No bacon neck They're, they're at fantastic. All. They're just great. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my shirts and I'm finding one to wear. And I go, I'm going to wear this one. I know Woods has the same shirt, but he's probably not going to wear it today. Oh, you're you're at Twinsies. We are wearing the exact the same exact shirt. same shirt, the kind of the well, army green more stolen colored television t shirt. There, more stolen valor. Paul, you made an interesting point though. You said you almost didn't want to say because you, if everyone knows about it, that's just bad. You like to have your own little personal secret. 
And I've often thought that, especially given what we do. I mean, we tell someone about something. It goes out to all of San Diego. Like, you find a great sandwich shop. It's like, oh, this place is amazing. Do I really want to tell everybody, though? And now it's going to be crowded. There's going to be lines out the door. Really, though, you should. I mean, you need to tell people right, about it. Well, it's the think- responsibility of this of this job. And you're helping a business right. that is doing something well. Guys so you really should promote it. If it is a good product, you should let them we know. We used to go to the same spot. We've talked about it before. Fresh, clean. You don't have to mention the one that was not great. They were, was, they, were, they, they were were a step up from what I had. Yeah, which was, which was Haynes. Whatever, yeah, at, exactly. At Ross. And, you know, they, they, they tried. They tried. And it was fine. And it was fine. And but you ordered packs of it, and you're like, oh, cool. Then they would pill up. They didn't last. They connected and lasted. First day I wore the white one I got there, and a big rip down the side. I found this store in Chicago. It's called True Classic. They're the same <sighs> idea as the other one. I, I, I've, I saw them on Instagram all the time before you happened to pop into a brick-and-mortar store. Yep. And, yeah, True Classic. They're unbelievable. I want to try all their other stuff. They I spent tons of like men's basics. They have they joggers, have crew neck sweaters, sweatshirts. <clears throat> yeah, they got it all. I mean, and it's just plain, you know. It's not. You it's know. just basics for men. And you, I, got, I know that you like shirts with like dragons and stuff <laughs> going around the back. Merlin, Ed Hardy <laughs> on the front. Here. Yeah, so like you know your Merlin shirt that you wear. You know my Merlin story. You know my Merlin story. Merlin story. You know, no. I know my Merlin. Right, tease that one. My bachelor party. No, Merlin. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, know a Merlin story. I've told this before. Let's extend foreplay oh. into uh, into our next segment after the daily ditty and get the Merlin bachelor. I am super story from for this. Woods because now right, I'm I'm very excited about this coming up. Don't forget it's uh, Rolling Stones week. Non hits from the Stones, and you need to know the title of the song to later win two tickets to the Rolling Stones at SoFi Stadium next summer. Uh, so that'll come up next. Woodsy's coming up with it right now, and we will come back with our Daily Diddy, and then we'll get into it with a Merlin story. I uh, had the new announcement of the Aztecs head coach yesterday. A Padre is now a former Padre, signed a free agent contract while you were sleeping. We'll tell you who's gone for good when we come back with Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with us on a Thursday morning, a throwback Thursday on San Diego's number one sports station. Here's Kelly with our first check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sound like Mick Jagger, does it, Benjamin? It does not. It sounds more like Bob Dylan or Keith Richards. Keith Bob Richards. Dylan isn't in the Rolling Stones. I know Stone. he's not. He but. sings like a Rolling Stone, but he's not in it. Before they make <laughs> me run, uh, which is just one of my best. It's one of my favorites. It is uh, the great Keith Richards on on lead vocals, and uh, I believe it's on the Some Girls album. Um, and it just he just sounds like ass, but it sounds good because. It's Keith Richards. So, before they make me run mm-hmm. is the title you'll need to know. Yeah, some later girls, in the show. Man. For a chance to win our second to last pair of Rolling Stones tickets before they go on sale tomorrow morning at the end of our show at 10 a.m. So, two more chances to win. You need to know before they make me run. And I promised, and I'll see if I can remember to follow through this time. Not going to be the same old 929 like it's been the first three days. We're going to do it a little bit uh, earlier in the show. So you need to be on your toes listening for that chance to win coming up later. Uh, did mention Padres Nick Martinez signed with the Cincinnati Reds overnight. We'll talk about that coming up, but he is gone. Gets a $26 million deal with At what cost? an opt-out after the first season. So AJ is not the only one who gives out those kind of deals. Lord. But uh, one pitching option for the Padres is off the market. We'll talk about that, but i got to get the Merlin story that we just oh, teased. Oh, yeah, I totally yeah. forgot about it. The Merlin story is what we all are waiting for now. Do we have traffic or anything? We nope, don't. we all do right, not. We have, you have the floor for the next Merlin. few minutes. Probably Google like Merlin shirt. Um, like the wizard. Like the wizard, yeah. <laughs> From the King Arthur <laughs> I legend. I told you guys this? Merlin. We go to a, uh, my buddy I went to college with, Bobby. Uh, one of my best friends in college. and sh- Slick guy, sharp guy. and uh, We had his bachelor party in Las Vegas for uh, his wedding. And we were had about eight, nine guys there. But he had his brother there, his younger brother, that let's just say was into different things than we all were. Most of the things we were into were illegal. He was very by the it was like Ben. It was like it, we were on a bachelor party with young Ben. Right, right. 
So he said we had a huge the the steak dinner bit, you know, and uh, he's like, all right. Everyone, bring your best stuff, and we're going to go down. You know, Chody Vegas guys in their twenties and, ner- and a nerd, and and and, and you know, I know what you're talking about. And his brother, Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings. We know, so we we know the type. We are the type sometimes. So we're standing down in the lobby, and we're waiting, and we're guys are trickling down, and my man gets off the uh, my man gets off the elevator, and is and he's got some jeans on, and his button down short sleeve Merlin. Like the shirt, it was a shirt of Merlin the wizard with like a crystal ball, and that was that was his, that, that that was, was his clubbing. That's outfit. the one that he goes. That's attire. the one that he goes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm throwing this one on tonight, and we are going to go rage. And my my buddy, it's his brother, you know. So he's like, Ugh, you can't wear, you can't come out with us. You're going to wear that shirt. Like it was, he dressed him down. <laughs> I was like, just let him go. I was like, who knows? I mean, it's Vegas. You can do anything you want. Well, that, I think that's the thing. You want to look like everybody else and know you're going to look a little worse than everybody else because you don't rock it that way. Or be yourself. Maybe you'll actually, you know, meet someone who shares interests with you and knows that they share interests. Are you with telling you. me and my friends how to get girls? And you're you no, I'm, I'm telling how. <laughs> like, if you're a nerd, just lean into it. I learned long ago. Yeah, but this was the this I was can't not pretend the two thousands. But I can't pretend to be cool. I just can't. It doesn't work for me. It's wor- it's worse if I try to be someone who I'm not. <laughs> so you might as well just lean into it. They're doing the- Doth my fair lady desire <laughs> to dance with me and my fellow wizards? <laughs> Had he leaned into that, I would have kicked him in his throat. <laughs> if we were out in Vegas, <laughs> hey, would you like to cast? Would you like me to cast a spell on you? After we're all hammered, we actually had a really good time, and he did. He full on wear wore the wizard Merlin shirt mm. with the magical crystals and stuff all over. It was really brilliant. We laugh about it to this day. Um, that was the gear. Maybe that's a bet we could do. Merlin you shirt? Probably, you probably have one somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I do, yeah, I do not somewhere have a deep Merlin in your. Shirt. I'll talk to you. I'll text your mom. You've got one in do there somewhere. Do not have a Merlin shirt. I love it. I did have. Remember when I went to uh, when I was a kid and we went to Boston for the NBA Finals? We did a Salem tour of the Salem witchcraft. <laughs> of and I had this T-shirt forever that I got bewitched in Salem, <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> I wore, I wore like that for like years. It's the thing that you had. <laughs> and I'm going to wear this out tonight. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Salem. You've been to Salem, yeah, Massachusetts, too. Yeah, we we were really, really close there. Saw yeah. the, the whole scene. Pretty sad uh, part of our history, <laughs> national history. Yeah, the Salem witch trials. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, I'd not say good. so. Not good, people. Not good at all. All right, uh, we'll come back. The Padres, not only Nick Martinez... <laughs> Leaving the club, but uh, another defection from the San Diego Padres yesterday as well. Uh, not on the player side, but on the coaching staff side. We'll get to that coming up and talk about uh, that pitching market that continues to thin out a little bit before the Padres take any action whatsoever. Uh, coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's better after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sarah Benowitz is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Mentioned earlier, Nick Martinez signed a contract uh, reported late last night with the Cincinnati Reds. Two years, $26 million, but he wasn't the only defection from the San Diego Padres in the last 24 hours. Ryan Flaherty, uh, who was the bench coach slash offensive coordinator under Bob Melvin last season who was one of the final candidates to become the new manager of the San Diego Padres is uh, packing up for Chicago where he's going to become the new bench coach under Craig Council the new skipper of the Chicago Cubs and bench coach a- in a real sense of the word not kind of technicality bench coach because he wasn't the number two to Bob Melvin last year that was Ryan Christensen no this is a promotion this is a promotion this is essentially he's, he's uh, going to be the number two the lieutenant to Craig Council in Chicago yeah we knew this was coming down I think we talked about it too look when you are um when you are either perceived at, or told that you are the heir apparent right um you are taking over when this guy leaves and then that doesn't happen you can't you're not going to stay, and you're not going to stay and do. And I know there's it's baseball, and I know there's only so many jobs to go around. And sure, I bet you there have been guys before Ben that have overplayed their hand and said, "I'll get another gig," and then they end up managing in Visalia or something. You know what I mean? Like or or back down to the minors. But Ryan Flaherty was so highly thought of here that AJ would not let him talk to the Mets the year before because again, you can't talk to the Mets when he goes. You're in. Well. I think AJ thought Bob would be here a few more years. I think Ryan thought Bob would be here a few more years. Had AJ, had Bob and Flaherty worked together a few more years, maybe he was the next guy. You know, things have uh, things have worked out well for me here eventually, but I do believe that in a lot of cases you have to leave before you're fully appreciated. Oh, great. Is this it? No, no, no. I, no, I, this was something I thought about oh, like 10, 15 years. Oh, God. Here we go. And this the doesn't mean that end. Ryan Flaherty won't come back someday. But to really explore your value and and see what's out there, 
I always wondered, should I have, when I was like, you know, 28, 29, should I have gone to another TV market at yeah. some point? I, I sent out, you know, tapes and resumes thinking about maybe I should, you know, see if there's something out there in Chicago or Boston or, you know, you know, move up a market or something. But I was always you happy here. Um, no, I never like got to the stage where I was like flying in for an interview, just kind of just sent, sent tapes out, looking around, seeing you. You know, I had an opportunity to go work maybe in Los Angeles long ago um, in radio, and I just didn't feel right at the time, even though it would have been more money. I just, I liked what I was doing here. I liked covering the teams, the people I was working with, and I stayed. And said, part, part of me wondered, did I make a mistake? I think in baseball, though, you know, Ryan Flaherty coming up as a coach through the ranks with the Padres here. Were you ever really going to make that full leap to manager to the guy who's in charge of the organization, especially I mean, now that you know Mike Schilt is is the guy? Again, it's it's from what I've heard, it's kind of what he was told was the career path. And yeah, it doesn't mean that you were going to get it right now. What is he thirty seven? It it's not necessarily time yet to be the youngest manager well, in baseball. But hang on. All right, so you're the next host. After this host retires. Okay, when he's done, you're in. I'm out. So your mind tells you, oh, cool, I'm in. No, we're bringing in, uh, we're going to bring in some, we're going to bring in Dan Cilio back. You're leaving. You're not staying here to yeah, be his number I, two. I, I, There's I, no way. I, you fully have to expect that that, that expectation. Hey, Bob's going to have a really successful run here. We fully believe Bob Melvin is going to have three at to least five. at least three years, probably a couple more. He's going to get an extension after we win a World Series that, or two. When that and when that's, happen, and when that's done, you'll be the manager in waiting, and he'll retire successfully, and you'll happily move into his chair, and all the fans will be very happy for the continuity that we have. When Bob is out after two seasons and a hugely disappointing season, that changes the equation entirely. To just promote a guy who was, you know, right there on the staff as the youngest manager in baseball for a team that needs to, you know, turn things around, that's a different situation. Now, I wondered many years for Brian Dutcher when he was named the the associate head coach, head coach in waiting under Steve Fisher. Well, didn't you kind of feel always like he's gone? Somebody's going to make him too big of a deal. I thought he made a mistake, not... Not actually oh, going really and and taking another job somewhere. You're just waiting around, waiting around. How long is Steve Fisher going to be here? And you are, you know, you're getting into your fifties now, approaching sixty, and you still haven't been a head coach at all. You should go to a another school, a smaller program somewhere. Start get a chance to be a head yes, coach. Yes. You can come back. Turned out Brian Dutcher seems very wise at this point to have stuck around and waited for that job. That You're not he joking, is, uh, man. You know, I was thought, and now you got to fill Steve Fisher's shoes too. At the end, he's like, no that's, problem. That's going to be really <laughs> hard to do. So you know, he made the right decision to stick around and wait it out and wait it out and wait it out and become the head coach of the Aztecs. But most of the time, you know, those jobs are few and far between. Those opportunities come up. Now, do you think Ryan Flaherty was under consideration to be Mike Schiltz, like? number one bench coach lieutenant here in San Diego. Again, potentially, yes, but also you're not going to. Most people have uh, you know, some sort of sense of pride. Um, when, when it doesn't go the way you were told it was going to go, it's okay then to say, all right, I'm going to move on to another organization. It's probably time for a change. I know AJ's probably really bummed to lose Flaherty. I, the fans, uh, I saw a lot of celebrating yesterday from uh, Padres fans out there. Ryan probably took... The lion's share of of the offensive blame last year, but again, I it, 
Just like in the NFL, if hey, yeah, the team's dude, not scoring the points, the offensive coordinator is going to take. It's in baseball, isn't the offensive coordinator equivalent the hitting coach? Yeah, yeah, but we also we had other. Have. We have we had other guys that helped in that department. But here's the thing, man: you kind of take the, you look at that and say, well, you know, he's no different than any other hitting coach we've ever had here. I mean, that, how many hitting coaches has has this regime run through? A, do- a dozen, yeah. right? Like at least there's been everybody. They're trying everybody. Um, so, I think for him, probably a clean slate was best. Uh, this is an interesting piece yesterday. Just a little kind of a blurb in the UT, but they talked about the um, was that where they talked about they just weren't people weren't sure if Flaherty now could, as we said six weeks ago. Is he just one of the guys? And how does how does just one of the guys manage a Manny Machado? Who he knows very well. And is Manny going to be like, sure, Skip, whatever you say, I'm here to do. And should he? Should he do that? Well, my to- my gut tells me, yeah, man, that's the boss. You should. But they also came up together. Like it's weird. If you were my boss, I would hate it. Take I would another, hate it. Take it another step. Even if he was the right choice for the job, and they would have respected him. Could you have sold Ryan Flaherty to your fan base right now? Not now. The youngest manager who was in charge of an offense that was incredibly disappointing last year, and the solution is to make that guy the manager? Even if it was the right decision, you would have had to wear it for a while. Like, we promise you, we know what we're doing here. I mean, that's not a great it's not a great look for an organization that all they can say is, yes, we understand why this doesn't look great because we didn't have a good year last year and this is now the guy we're promoting to manager but trust us we know we're going to get it right this time with ryan flaherty it wouldn't have been an easy sell it would have been an impossible sell for a padres fan base they would have been anti ryan flaherty and of course if he had started winning right away he would have won everybody over but you know spring training into the season everyone's going Oh, this guy is not the guy. This is not the plan that we want. Mike Schilt cuts a much more experienced experienced figure, you know, credible figure as manager with the success that he had with the St. Louis Cardinals. You can say, all right, we're we're trusting a guy that is worthy of some trust as a manager right now for our ball club. Our boy C20 Moreno in the chat says, Ryan would have been over his skis. I feel the same way. And and nothing against Ryan Flaherty. He knows a lot more about baseball than the three of us combined. I've heard nothing but good things about him from guys that played with him. Adam Jones, uh, Skip Schumacher knows him really well. So I've heard good things about Flash before. Manny obviously loves him. Uh, and I think the guys love him. You know, they wear their Flaherty shirts and stuff. He did manage some games for us in an interim manner. I just there and was, did fine and did fine. He won a few, lost a few, whatever. But I remember his post game, and I go, I can't do this for a year. Just per, <laughs> like selfishly, I go, it doesn't sound. And again, he's the interim manager. He's not polished up and ready to go. He was like thirty five at the time. Yeah, yeah, he's thirty five years old at the time, and they're asking him questions, and he's like, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I, sure. Snow he looks just good, it, right? Yeah, right. Just didn't it didn't. Feel managerial to me yet? Not saying he won't get there. I bet. I bet you he does. I thought it was interesting though that he went to go work under Craig Council because I guess it really is like that Brian Dutcher comparison because Dutch was here for twenty years before he got the job. Yeah, uh, you would have thought if you were really in the hunt for a managerial job this off season, wouldn't it? I don't know. Wouldn't it serve you better to go to a place where the manager's a little bit older or towards the end of his tenure there? I mean, you're young as hell. You're 37 years old, so you can do 10 years with counsel and get a job at 47. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. 
Chicago's a great city. How, how often, though, does really a guy have so much success as manager and then retires as a king and they just give it to the next guy? It's a rare story in sports. Well, I think it's going to happen in Texas. I'm, I'm almost certain it's going to happen in it Texas. It happened for the San Diego State basketball. It, it, it will likely happen in Texas with Will Venable under Bruce Bochy. But Houston. if that's your plan, like, all right, I'm here for the long haul. We're going to win a bunch of titles and then I'm going to take over. You know what? If you're a bench coach, you're one of the understudies to 30 jobs in yeah, baseball right that's, now. That's true. That And you know that at least eight or nine of them are probably going to come open in the next year plus. And you'll be, if your team does well, you'll be it, looked at. You know, you'll be looked at. You'll be a candidate for one of those other jobs. Joe Espada ever get a job? Did he get a job somewhere? Isn't he the, Is he the he, Astros he's manager? He's the new Astros okay. manager, yeah. I was gone. I was on vacation oh, yeah. in L.A. when that happened. That's why I just said Houston. I'm like, Joe Spot has been there for a while. Yeah. And he he's also up. had 40 interviews you know, over the years. So, look, I know it's kind of it feels like a win-win. It does. Ryan gets to go manage under Craig Council. Win for him. Win for him. Win for his career. You're going to a great city. A great city. A rabid ballpark. By the way... With uh, allegedly an ownership group that is looking to bring on a Shohei Otan. They want that guy so badly in Chicago, which would be great for all of us. And only knowing the surfacey stuff about sure. Council and Flaherty, they feel like very Bro, simpatico. 100%. <laughs> you, you look at them together, you're like, that eh, makes sense. For, that <laughs> right. makes sense. Like these guys are going to do really well together. So they obviously know each other. They probably played against each other. I think it's a good move for him. And you know what? I think it's a good move for for the Padres and the pot and Padres fans. I do I, because ninety five percent of Padres fans maybe maybe misguided didn't want him back next year. They didn't. There's about five percent out there that do. I don't know why. Maybe to just be contrarians, but the offense was not good. And I'm not putting it on him. M- Manny and Xander and Fernandez. Those guys are professional hitters who've made a lot of money by hitting, and they didn't hit last year. That's not on Ryan Flaherty. It's it's an organizational thing, and it's a and player if they do thing. hit this year, it ain't going to be because of the new hitting. Correct, coach. correct. It's, also true. It's there's there's processes in place. They're going to do things a little differently. They got to buy in. We got to check traffic when we come back in a couple of seconds. Nick Martinez, did the Reds underpay, overpay, or do you think we're just about right with the contract he signed overnight? We'll get to that uh, next year on 97.3 The Fan. A.J. Preller found him pitching in Japan, brought him over to the Padres, where he did a a really nice job in a uh, a role that changed constantly between the bullpen, starting, long man, even closing uh, a little bit for the San Diego Padres. But now Nick Martinez is a former Padre signing a free agent deal overnight. ESPN reporting two years, $26 million, including an opt-out for Nick after the first season. And his role is expected to be a starter for the Cincinnati Reds. Next year, that price hey man, tag loves an opt out. He made I mean. he made an extra. Yeah, God, he loves an opt out. I wish I loved <laughs> anything as much as Nick Martinez demands an opt out in his contract. He made ten million dollars more than he would have. So you look at that. He uh, he fired his agent in the off season and hired Scott Boris this off season. Once we saw that news, we went, "All right, well, see you later." It's been real. Uh, Padres declined the two year thirty two million dollar option. Uh, on him, and now he has signed... Which, that would have been an overpay, since he was willing to agree to $13 million, essentially. Correct. So we know that, that that was too much for Nick Martinez. Wait, wait, wait. 
That was Waka that had two-year 32. I'm Did sorry. Nick Martinez no, also Martinez. Have, yeah, he also had two-year 32. Martinez opted out of the final two years in San Diego. Would have paid him $16 million. Sorry. Yeah, he After, had, his player... Uh, no, the Padres, had, Padres an had an option first at 32, just like Waka. They said no, and then Nick had an option eight, where eight he could have gone eight, $8 million apiece. Uh, each year at, at a time. Yep. That was too low, so he said no, and he so ended up right in between those two numbers. Made an extra $5 million bucks per season. Right. He's going to be pitching in Cincinnati. We talked about Emilio Pagan yesterday. Nick is also prone to the long ball. I don't know what they're doing. In, are they moving the fences back in Cincinnati, or are they just paying exorbitant fees for you know pretty good pitchers? And I would say that Emilio Pagan and Nick Martinez are pretty good pitchers. You're, you're happy. They're a better team today than they were yesterday. No question about it. Getting Pagan and Martinez, they're way better than they were, in fact. Are they going to have the offense to carry them? I don't know. But the, their bullpen right now, or maybe Nick is a starter, they're, they've improved their ball club. They've improved their ball club more than we have in Cincinnati. We're seeing a lot of pitchers going off the market already, though, early. Uh, the Cardinals signed three of them. The Reds signed Nick Martinez, Emilio Pagan. The Mets yesterday signed Luis Severino, who we thought might have been an option for the Padres on like a one-year deal. They signed him. He got 13, 13 for one year. Million. He had a horrific year That felt year. That felt like a, a big number for one season, but it's just one season. I wanted to ask you this. So I saw a great quote from Trevor Plouffe, who works with our pal Chris Rose. And uh, Rosie actually tweeted. He goes, as my boy uh, Trevor Plouffe says, there are no bad one-year deals. And I, I, I sat on that for a while, and I go, the only bad one-year deal, like the really bad one, isn't it obviously a total underperform, you, you get hurt, you don't play. Or the you play really, really well. You play really, really well, and you're like, hmm. Like almost, I can't, like, I can't, can't do better than that. I'm not going to do better than that, and I now we can't afford to keep him. He's pitched his way. Now you win a World Series, super. But... You know, if you're the Mets, and I, I guess if you're the Mets, you're still gunning for a World Series. You think that's a good deal or a bad deal? I think for the Mets, thirteen million bucks—that's nothing. That's chump change. Yeah, I mean, if he bounces back, he's happy. He's yeah. he's set himself up in free agency for the next year. The Mets are happy because they got a, a bargain at thirteen million. If it doesn't if, work out, and if they're out of it, they flip him at the deadline. It, if they fix it, well, or and if they don't, they lit thirteen million dollars on fire. But Steve Cohen can afford that right now. I'd like to do a segment on how much. Steve Cohen has already lit on fire with the money that they had to eat at the deadline last year, all the guys they moved, the double the tax that they're going to be paying. I mean, it's in the Yeah, the Padres have have some bad contracts and, you know, have spent a lot of money. They haven't necessarily lit they lit Eric Cosmer's money on fire. Yeah. Uh the last three years of his deal. Still paying him this year. Th- yeah. Thirteen this year. Yeah, and next year too. And next year too. Twenty six million dollars <laughs> for a that, guy that's Right now, that's the only money they've lit on fire. Now, there's talk. What about Pomeranz? Will they? He's off the books, though. Yeah, they didn't get rid of him. He was injured. So, I well, mean, that's bad. That's definitely bad money. I don't know if that's lighting it on fire the true. way they did with Eric Hosmer. Uh, we'll see, though. Is Jake, Cron- is Jake Cronenworth's contract? If you try to move him, att- attach a prospect, that's money lit on fire as well. Yep. So we'll continue to talk about it. But the fact that the Padres aren't making any moves. And everybody else is. Is a little concerning. Maybe not as much flexibility right now for A.J. Preller, it's looking like. We'll come back. Uh, more Ben and Woods next on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.